Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm here with Randy Berger right now. And Randy is someone that you're going to be hearing a lot about. Today, as I said before, yeah, what can a stray dog teach you about life? And what I want to say to that is plenty, plenty. Um, One of the things that I know that for me in connecting with so many people and, and my own life's journey, I have learned so much by these amazing, amazing animal friends that have come into my life. And many of you heard me talk about Felicia, who is this amazing cat that lived down the street and for whatever reason decided to adopt us. Well, Randy Berger is joining me here today, and she is someone that is going to share incredible stories. We're going to talk about her book, and we're going to talk about that question. Randy, of course, is the founder of Recycle Pets Rescue. This is an all-volunteer rescue, which has saved the lives of more than 10,000 dogs over the last 20 years. Uh, she is a graduate of uh, California State University at Northridge, degrees in psychology and theater. And she got her first puppy from a shelter when she was seven years old. And you know what? The rest is history and so when we're talking about her yes there we go that's exactly right so when we're talking how appropriate is this you know what i'm saying many shows i do we get the doorbell ringing cell phones ringing but no today's show with randy we've got the dog wanting to talk so randy feel free anytime during the show if you'd like to bring uh, and what is what is the dog's name which one? <laughs> Whichever one that was. That was Hazel. Okay. Tell Hazel. <laughs> tell Hazel, just step up to the mic and we'll make it happen. Randy, thank you for joining the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Or us, I should say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what? We all sit and we think about our lives and we say, oh, what is my life's purpose? What am I going to do? What am I going to contribute? Did you have any question in your mind? at seven years old, about what was yours to do? <laughs> you know what, it's, it's so funny because when, after my book came out, I realized after the fact what I, what I had done in the last 20 years. I'm like, wow, did I really do that? Because <laughs> I don't feel like I did anything. I just listened to my heart and didn't listen to the rest of the world, which would have told me I was crazy. <laughs> Well, I love it when people call me crazy. They've been calling me crazy for years, by the way. That's a good validation. Yeah, I, think so. <laughs> I think it is. Now, the cover of, of your book, you have more than one of, of your friends on the cover. Those four are with me. And now, the, one, the one in the stroller is 21. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, let's start the conversation with that because... Uh, I, I want to make sure my listeners heard. Uh, when you go to Randy's uh, website, and, and the website is RecyclePetsRescue.com, RecyclePetsRescue.com. When you go there, you're going to be looking at the book. And when you look at My Recycle Pets, A Diary of a Dog Addict, <laughs> you're going to see the cover of the, uh, uh, of the book, and you're going to see four incredible, amazing creatures. And uh, one of them is in a stroller. And I want to repeat what what Randy said. 
That dog is 21 years old. Boy, have you shifted beliefs. <laughs> what is the story behind your life's journey, why this is important, and how can we learn from a stray dog that breaks all records? It's so funny. That one dog, the reason he's in a stroller is because he wants to walk constantly. And he's, and he won't stop walking. So I stroll. I take him in a stroller. I take them all up to the hiking trails near my house, and then I let him out. But and it's also hard for me to walk four dogs at one time. <laughs> and one of them's in a baby carrier. The one in the baby carrier in the sling around my neck was actually 20 minutes from being euthanized. And it's this white, fluffy, really cute, furry thing that I never would have kept if he looked like that when I originally rescued him. But he was 20 minutes from being euthanized in a shelter listed as a female Staffordshire Terrier puppy with, as a biter. Mm. And he was bald when I got him. And he was, we could not place him. People just weren't interested in him. And then I ended up getting, I say getting stuck with them. But whichever ones I get stuck with are like my children. <laughs> yeah, and you I know, yeah, they picked you, by the way. Yeah, oh, his, that story, that dog's story is amazing, too, because he came back from... Another one of my dogs actually died at a groomer's, and that was one of the hardest things I ever went through in my life. Mm. And then he came back. He flipped by. I say, I jokingly say, he flipped bodies and came back in the body of another dog. That mm. that's one of the last chapters in the book. But but the one the one in the stroller is an exact replica of my very first dog as a puppy. And I rescued him. This makes me cry. You think I talk about this constantly, but he was actually rescued in 1988 after being hit by a car with a concussion. And his life story is actually, uh, it's incomprehensible to me because I have learned so much from this dog and just about belief systems. And I look at this dog and I'm like, I can't believe you're still here. He, I have fought with the vets at the shelter. I had just started my rescue the year before and he was one of my first rescues and I went into the shelter I was I tell, I jokingly say I didn't go shopping at malls I went shopping at animal shelters I used to do the same thing <laughs> I used to do the same thing <laughs> and this dog was in the hospital section and he was on the list to be put to sleep he was in the my first dog was hit by a car at the age of 14 and he was in the exact same cage at the exact same shelter five years earlier when that was, he was, our gardeners had let the gate open and mm. he, had, he got out and was hit by a car. And that dog survived and he was 14. He lived for another three years. And when he died, is, that's when my whole life shifted and I was completely non-functional. And that's, after that is when I started my rescue. But this dog, the one that's still with me, who's 21 started his life being written off by vets and vet techs and just from day one they, he had a concussion he was throwing up he wasn't responding to treatment and I begged them not to put him to sleep and they released him to me and from from the, his entire life he was written off by vets they said he had endocrine problems and he wasn't going to live past the age of 10 unless I put him on steroids which I wasn't going to do and his, the last chapter of my book is his life, him telling me his life story. And actually, he, I say that he wrote, the, he wrote his life story for me. But he's from day one, endocrine problems, and he had cancer in, I think, 98 or 99, and a mass, 
cell tumor that had they had to cut into the muscle of his rear leg. None of this phased this dog. <laughs> and, I mean, it was just like a, a human looking at this would be suffering because our belief systems are, wow, you suffer when you go through these things. Well, maybe suffering's a state of mind. You know, maybe, maybe, it's, maybe just humans suffer and animals don't because animals recover so quickly from things. And they're, you know, they don't, they don't have this ego that tells us if we look a little old and decrepit that we're suffering. You know, animals don't go through that. So, but that, that dog also um, had, um, he was in 90, I think 99 or 2000, was given six months to live with a heart condition. And the day he was in kidney failure last year, (laughs) (laughs) the day after I moved from California to Washington state, he fell down a 50 foot vertical cliff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to die for my cause. I have to rescue this dog and I don't care if I die. This is my, this is what a way to go. Cause I was trying to climb this, this cliff to get to him and I'm all bloody and cut up and crying and I called 911 hysterical, and they sent two search and rescue, fire and rescue trucks out to to rescue him and to calm me down. No, <laughs> and they they ended up pulling him out. I'm bloody, cut up. They pull him out. He walks away without a scratch on him, <laughs> and he was 19. He was 19 then. And then on May 5th, this is, and then I'll leave, and then I'll stop. <laughs> well, you can. Yeah. I think this is incredible, uh, you know, because you have learned an incredible amount from from this incredible dog. So what happened? What happened in May? Well, then I'll ruin the end of the book. But I, OK. It, all right. Well, he actually he well, OK, it's, he actually died and and I was holding him and it was just he went really peacefully and and I, you know, he released his urine and his heart had stopped and all that and it was really peaceful the way his whole life was he he didn't react to anything nothing phased this dog and i had his um i finally brought his body and i wasn't going to leave it outside he died in my arms on my deck outside i was holding him Mm. because he kept falling over and i I finally just brought his body into the house i didn't know what to do it's one of those things he was I think he was 20 then. You don't think that it's ever going to happen. You never can prepare for that. No matter, age has nothing to do with it. Nope. We can't envision ever being without these nope. things that are, you know, I call them our heartbeats. But, and I had his body in my living room, and I went to go cover him. And this is probably 10 or 15 minutes after. Came back in, he was sitting up eating a cookie. <laughs> Talk about shifting our paradigms and belief systems. And, and he has had so many things after that. He's become an epileptic with seizures. The dog is the most content, peaceful thing I've ever encountered in my lifetime. And I look at him and I'm like, I just, I mean, he's completely shifted my own, you know, belief systems about what is normal mm-hmm. because. It's like he has his own reality. Well, He's hold, like, I don't, hold yeah. that thought, Randy, because when we come <laughs> back, we're going to be talking about our thoughts, how they shape our lives, and what we can learn from our animal friends. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. My guest today, Randy Berger, joining me. We'll be right back. In times of trouble, we never could have come this far. 
The Fairtrade certified logo on a label offers consumers a simple way to know that the product was produced in a responsible manner. It's your guarantee that there was a fair and responsible exchange of labor for a fair wage. Buying only fairly traded products is a socially responsible, enlightened message you send saying you vote for a win-win for everyone on this planet. This message brought to you by Cafe Ladro. Visit CafeLadro.com. That's C-A-F-F-E-L-A-D-R-O.com. Carol Haywood Babrowskis is a seer and an author who has been watching evolution in action since her third eye opened wide in 1987. Her observations reveal a very hopeful path for the future of Earth and humanity to evolve to a place where love and peace prevail. You can find out about her book, Passionate Pinky and the Evolutionary Experiment, as well as her fun workshops by calling 425-222-9455 or visit passionatepinky.com. Being a mother is amazing, but it's not always easy, at least until now, on the It's All About You seven-night cruise to the Mexican Riviera. Join the Mom's Town moms, Mary Goulet and Heather Ryder, on April 5th to the 12th, 2008, on this illuminating excursion, where you'll find real advice on how to balance your love, family, work, money, and health. Bring back the life you crave. Attendance is limited, so call now. I can do it at C.com. Chocolate, not only sensual, but powerful. Shasai Dark Unprocessed Chocolate, highest level of antioxidants in a simple food. Did you know science has shown dark chocolate could help you lose weight? Did you know that you can actually improve your overall health by eating dark chocolate? Or that you can enjoy eating chocolate three or more times a day, guilt-free? Did you know that chocolate actually has a bliss factor? Life with chocolate couldn't be sweeter. Life with chocolate. Hi, I'm Dr. Papasoli, and I'm excited to be the Master of Ceremonies at the upcoming Extraordinary People 2008, a five-part lecture series beyond words. Five nights, five extraordinary speakers, each with a message of hope, inspiration, and love. Join Greg Braden, Alan Cohen, Deepak Chopra, John Holland, and Ayanla Van Zandt, all right here in Seattle. Save by purchasing the entire series and get five for the price of four. Series tickets are on sale right now. Go to the drpatshow.com for dates, information, and to purchase your series tickets right now. Single tickets will be available for purchase on December 1st. Don't miss this spectacular opportunity to be inspired. Go to the drpatshow.com for more information and to purchase your series tickets now. Series tickets would make a delightful stocking stuffer for someone you care about this holiday season. This is your peak living tip of the day. A quick message from your Centers for Peak Living, Crown Hill Chiropractic and Valley Chiropractic Wellness Center. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Prevent poor health by simply eating well, thinking well, and moving well. To learn more about this simple, effective approach to optimal health and wellness, visit us at drscottlynch.com or crownhillchiropractic.com. Again, that's drscottlynch.com or crownhillchiropractic.com. This is your peak living tip of the day. Don't forget, this is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Hey everyone. 
everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I am thrilled, thrilled to be joined today uh, with uh, Randy Berger's joining me. I want to just tell you all about this incredible book. Uh, I'll tell you, anybody out there that loves dogs this book is for you my recycle pets diary of a dog addict and uh, randy berger is the author she is joining me here today to talk about many things but to also take a look at what it is that goes on in our lives what our thoughts how how big a role our thoughts play you know during the break randy you and i were talking talking dog stories a little bit and and i was telling you sharing a story about travis who i had and and Basically, coming out of the gate, uh, every veterinarian that even looked at him said uh, he's not going to make it till five. And actually, only one vet would even work with him. And so I never held that story that he would only live till five. I never treated him like that. Uh, You know what I'm saying? I didn't baby him. I didn't do any of that. So what is it about thoughts that have helped you in taking on the journey you've taken on? You know, I all my thing was people call <laughs> people call me the Aaron Brockovich of dogs because I, so I would always take the ones that were written off yeah. out of the thousands that I've rescued. I would look for those ones, the depressed ones, the sick ones, the old ones, and shift them. And it's you know, it's I just talk about removing limiting beliefs, and we can create anything in our lives, even rescuing thousands of dogs. When if we had thought about it beforehand, we wouldn't have done it. But you know, when, at the very beginning of my book, I have this, and, and if, even if you don't believe in God, because I was actually born Jewish, but this is really important to me, and I just, at the beginning, I say, thank you, God, for giving me the sense to stay out of your way and the courage to follow your lead, allowing, me, allowing you to miraculously supply enough and more for me to live beyond my wildest dreams. This is your will for us all. And to me, it's just about getting out of the way and listening to our guts and, and removing limiting beliefs. Mm. There's so much stuff that can happen here if we do not believe the things that don't make us feel good. I'm like, okay, that's great that that vet said this or this doctor, you know, says that this person has cancer and they're going to die or whatever. But it's like, you don't have to believe it. It's, you know, there's, our, there's so many things out there that have been proven to heal and correct and do things that, that, others would say is impossible and that's been my whole life with the dogs we also do cats too by the way uh-huh. but um but you know i just my uh, my thing is was fostering the dogs and also all of those dogs were kept in private foster homes i never did cages and crates and boarding so but um yeah it's you know it's just really important for people i just want everyone out there to understand if you have a death sentence or even a behavioral issue my first rescue I had trainers and vets tell me to put him to sleep because he had so many behavioral problems. He ended up doing movie work and winning a ton of obedience trophies. And it's just, it doesn't matter what the rest of the world is saying. It's like, what do you want to create in is your life? Is that lifetime? Snickers? Yeah, that's. Well, you know, but let's talk about that because what we're talking about Mm -hmm. is really parallel for how we live our lives. 
And I love what we're talking about. And, and there's been research on self-fulfilling prophecies. We can go on and on about this. I mean, the theory of positive thinking uh, is not something new. I mean, this has been studied. If we believe that someone is less than, then uh, and not only manifest it in the way we treat them and talk to them, they will be less than. And you did not do this with Snickers. And, and what kind of behavioral problems did you have? Was he like, uh, you know, maniac biter or what? It, everything. He was dog aggressive and he was, um, he was a fear biter. He broke out of windows. He had such bad separation anxiety. He actually would break out of windows to get out if I ever left him alone. <laughs> and I, he's just, he was just a basket case. I mean, he couldn't be out in public and I had, had couple, I had some trainers with these great initials. I'm not impressed by initials after people's names. So <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Um, I could have gone back to college, you know, come back and gotten my master's. And I'm like, you know what? That just doesn't fit my comfort zone. So I went and started rescuing dogs. <laughs> but no, he just, I had trainers come and just, you know, and say that, to, that he just, they didn't think that he could be rehabilitated. And, and, you know, some vets recommended just euthanizing him because mm -hmm. they didn't think that he would ever adjust into society. I had this dog in doing movie work and winning trophies over all the purebreds. <laughs> and the dogs that, had, you know, were purchased as puppies that had no issues. He was an amazing dog. But he was, you know, he was always a very needy dog that was a handful. But that was just his temperament. That's his breed. So, you know, again, it's just I don't care what everyone else says in my whole life. It's like, no, what do I want? And we have to – I'm one of the most negative humans on earth. So I've had to focus on, no, what's my goal? What do I want? Not what the rest of the world is saying. I can be really negative. We have 60,000 thoughts a day that we're not even aware of. You know, we're not even aware of most of them. And if we shape those thoughts and focus on what we want to create, not what's happening – our lives will become totally different. Well, and that's the way we also influence other people, too. I, I mean, you know, the bottom line is we have people all around us some days that are, as you said, needy. But we're not putting them down. Yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? And so when we take a look at bringing uh, animals into our lives, you know, we're bringing them into our lives with love. And it's a responsibility beyond anything we can imagine. But the picture, uh, and I want to let everybody know, check this website out. Uh, and also, there's a, the copy of the book is there, and you can get a copy of the book. But check the website out, RecycledPetsRescue.com. That's RecycledPetsRescue.com. And when you go, you're going to be able to see the picture of Snickers right there with all of the awards just sitting perfectly just looking at everyone with all of those awards. You know, when you look at, uh, at your life right now and you look at what your mission and your passion is, uh, I have got to ask you the questions. What have you personally learned from this journey, from these dogs, from the, the animals, period? Oh, my. And it's so weird to look back in retrospect. It's like, wow, I've been doing this 20 years. It's like unbelievable because, I, again, I feel like I've done nothing. But just my thing today is to really let help people understand that we can create anything. We can manifest anything that we want and to, to focus on in our guts what we want to create and re blow out all logic and reality. Because, I mean, I have a dog here living with me that should not be alive many, many times over. I mean, he's, this dog's amazing, and he's been my greatest mentor on earth. It's like... 
this doesn't make sense to me. You know, I look at this and it's like, well, I guess he believes that anything's possible. So he's helping, he's pushing me into believing even more, opening up my, you know, paradigms about what I thought was possible on earth. And, you know, it's just any, we can really create anything that we want here. And we need to understand that and just set goals and dreams that are so huge that everyone else is laughing at you. That's when you know you're on the right track. When other people are doubting you and laughing at you, you know you're on the right track. Thank you for reminding of that. I so needed to hear that today. <laughs> uh, yeah, after the video that I'm getting ready to do this weekend. Let's make sure that we give out your information. Also let people know about your foundation. Uh, it's been such a pleasure, Ran- pleasure, Randy, talking with you. I'm sure we'll be speaking again. Thank you so much. And I also want to say that the net profits from the sale of this book goes directly to the rescue. And for a donation to our rescue, I'm sending signed copies anywhere in the country. All right. So let's give out that information so people know how to find out more about you as well as getting a copy. This is an incredible book. This is really for anybody out there that has a dog or your children or you're looking at stocking stuffers. This is really awesome. Give out that information, Randy. It's, the website is RecycledPetsRescue.com, but also, it's easier, you can also just spell my name, which is Randy, R-A-N-D-I, Berger, B-E-R-G-E-R, dot com. It takes you into the same website. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for joining us. the show today. <laughs> I look forward to chatting with you again. What a great show, everyone. Uh, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in each and every day. Boy, we've got lots that we're going to be sharing with you in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and yeah, they're laughing at there. There we got people laughing at us. All right, everyone, make yourselves a great, great weekend and much more. Know that you're loved and know that you're blessed. We'll see you soon.